Hello and welcome to Mastermind Growth, where we share the wisdom, the insights and the stories from business owners. My name is John Cathery Rice and I have the pleasure to be your host for this week's podcast. I'm your local Federation of Small Businesses Membership Advisor, meeting and supporting businesses from all industries. Today, I had the pleasure to have John with us. Hello, John. Hiya. Thanks for joining us and taking the time out to do this. That's a pleasure, honestly. No, I'm, I'm more than happy to. It's a pleasure. Thank you. Excellent. So so tell us about what you do, John, and uh, what you're involved in. Well, basically, um, I run a small um, legal signposting charity called uh, Lifestyle Choices. Um, I set it up back in 2017. I started doing a criminal justice and criminology degree. Um, and basically, what, what happened was is I found that um, I was always giving people sort of sign, I was always helping people before the, the degree because I've just got I'm quite analytical and I sort of look at all the small print and, and things and I look into things really well and research things. And then a business opportunity came up where like, we could go on these like innovation training courses with the university and you could start formulating business ideas. So I started doing that and then I came up with the idea of lifestyle choices. And from there, it just it just grew and went tenfold. And um, we got our own office space and we started getting like, volunteers coming in from all walks of life. We do uh, debt support, legal signposting. We do domestic violence support. We do uh, men- mental health support, bail support, family court support. We sort of, we work, we don't turn anybody away, basically. It's all about lifestyle choices. And we, we people come to us. I think one of the things that we do that's quite good is we talk to people on a normal level. I think what I've found from a lot of our service users is when they go into the Citizen Device Bureau, for example, when they walk out, they're still scratching their head. And yes. thinking, what, what I don't get what, what they don't know where they are. And I've actually had that myself and I've ever been in there. And I think it's not the people, you know, the service, the, one of the people that have helped you. It's just, it's just the way it operates. And um, what we found is, is we just talk to people normally and we don't try and put them with too much jargon. We empower them to help themselves. So we sort of like show them where resources are and we sort of support them along the way. So you're doing it all the way along with them, but they're actually doing it. Well, and we found that works quite well. So, yeah, that, that, that's a bit about the business, really. Excellent. So there, I sense there's a bit of a story there about your own personal journey. Are you happy to share some of that with us? Yeah, cool. I mean, I, I, I grew up in Portsmouth. Um, I was I grew up in a domestic violent household when I was, when I was a child. Um, I ended up being a young offender because of that. And then from that, I, um, so I, I got away from that. I've got people working with me when I was young and trying to get me away from that life. And what I did is... Um, I remembered that. So I started wanting to do, when I got away from that, I wanted to do voluntary work and start trying to build myself back up again. Um, so I started doing voluntary work, youth work, appropriate adult stuff, work with social services, doing voluntary work with them, trying to build, trying to just rebuild my life. Um, and through doing that, I sort of learned a lot about services and organisations and things. But it, it, what I found when I was working and, and doing stuff is I didn't have the paperwork, but I had the, the knowledge. So then what I wanted to do is I wanted to go back and get the paperwork so I can say, not only do I have the life experience, but I also have the knowledge and I can change policy and procedure because I've got the academic qualification as well. So, um, yeah, so that's what I did. And, and and that's led me to where I am now. I'm now on my master's degree in um, international criminal justice and um, intelligence, which is quite interesting. So, yes, yeah, so I've, I've gone. It's, took, it's been a long, long journey. But I've also I managed to help a lot of people along the way. And that's sort of a little bit of payback for what people help me with. Yeah. yeah, I think it's really important that people you mix with can make such a difference. Networking, one of the biggest things I would say is networking. I network out of everybody I can. You know, once I meet somebody, I want to 
chat to people oh, because everybody's got something to offer even yourself you know you've always got stuff to offer people and, and networking and getting involved and turning up for things i mean this is one of the beneficial things i found with the university a lot of students didn't take advantage if you get an email saying oh this is going on there's that going on i'll turn up for everything even if it's got nothing to do with me <laughs> because i just feel that it's all you know you bump into somebody there's enough chance isn't there that something's going to happen or you're going to meet someone or there's always you know put yourself in that situation make yourself available even when you don't need to because those chances are there and that, that that's a massive thing i, I believe yes for one of the good businesses and getting things moving Oh, absolutely. I think that's just good advice for life. Turn up. Yeah, yeah, turn up and you never know what's going to happen. Even though you might be nervous, sometimes being nervous is good. Being scared is good. Having that, oh, I don't know what's going to happen here. That's good. That's good for for human health, isn't it? And I guess that's one of the things why people delay seeking help from people like yourselves is because they're often scared. They don't want to share. So what would you, how would you help somebody? yeah, it's taking the first step. I mean, the thing is, when people come in, it's listening. It's, quite, it's, it, it's what it's about a lot of the time. People come in and listen, listen to what people have got to say um, and just hearing what they want, you know, where they want to go and how they feel. And, I mean, a lot of the time when people come to us, they, they've, they've made that first step. So that big step itself is quite a big is a leap, you know. There are lots of people that can't even come. I mean, obviously now it's because we, we, of lockdown, we're doing things via video links and stuff like that. But taking the leap and coming to our offices or meeting. What we also do is often say, where do you want to meet? We meet them where they feel comfortable. You know, we, we use community resources, like we use social hubs, we use university library, we use a central library, places, public places where they're there to be used by the public. So, you know, um, we sort of, yeah, it's, it's all about building the bond with the person that's coming in and making them feel comfortable. And when they feel comfortable, they start to get a bit of confidence and they can start looking and addressing the issue or whatever they've got going on at hand, you know? Yeah, the big step to take that. Uh, so if there's somebody listening to this and they're in a situation where they're not sure what to do or where to turn, what, what could they start to do? If they're not sure what to do or where to turn, I mean, the thing is, make initial contact. I mean, if you've got a phone number, we've got email, or if you've got friends, if, if you if you want to contact us at Lowestar Choices, get somebody else to contact us and we'll contact you back. We're always happy to get in touch. I mean, there, there, I mean, there are lots of, like, you know, you can email us, you can phone us. You can well, you can't come in to see it, but we can do video appointments for you. Um, and if you're not confident in that, then you know maybe get somebody else to do it or get somebody to recommend you, then we'll get in touch. You know, they, it's it all depends how come what the issue is. And the other thing is, is what the issue is the person's got going on as well, because obviously some issues are quite more in depth than others, and some are more you know um, you know confidential and stuff like that. So it, it depends on what the issue is really. Yes. Uh, and I'm sure over in 2020, you've seen a big increase of uh, people needing your services. Well, I mean, yeah, because I, put, I mean, a lot of, especially a lot with, to do with debt and uh, money and stuff like that. There's been a lot to do with debt, money, but also people worried about alcohol choices, you know, um, or alcohol abuse because a lot of people have been drinking at home because they've been indoors. I think there's been, I think if anybody used to say they haven't suffered from some sort of mental health worries and concerns, I think we all we've all probably had a little bit of that because it's a lockdown for everybody. It's, it affects everybody's mental health in some way or another. Um, yes, yeah, so we we've been inundated with stuff, and we've also had ongoing cases that were ongoing. Um, and obviously, uh, the other thing is, is other support services aren't as available as they were, so people haven't got anywhere else to turn, which means other people are saying, "Oh, we give them a ring." There was Andy, so we have to sort of be queuing them up and sort of we have to make we have to be careful that we don't take on more than we can manage because yeah. we don't want to be. When we take on people and our and our at least our choices, we don't want to let them down. 
so we make sure we can only take what we can deal with so you yeah. have to you know and we have to make sure our our, our um our well-being is maintained as well by not taking on too much so if there's somebody listening to this and they're in the care profession what sort of things would you recommend them do to look after their own mental health i think take time out i think you can always put if you've got problems like financial problems leave it, reach out reach out to people don't don't ignore them if it's to do with debt if it's to do with or if, if you've got work worries reach out there are always things and processes in place where you can say i need some time if you're vulnerable you can get um you can ask for breathing space on debts you can ask for you can ask for time to, to where you can you can call, um gather your thoughts put them together and you can, can you know sort of get yourself ready for what you want to do with rather than panicking and worrying and thinking, well, how am i going to do this how am i going to do that you need to just sort of compose yourself. You need to have time. It's what I'd say giving yourself time out to breathe, so to speak, is is one of the most important things. That's anybody at work. That's anybody with an issue. Anyone with problems, time out just to feel, you know, calm about a situation often helps. Seven deep breaths is what I would say. So seven deep breaths. I like that. Okay. I think it's an old samurai saying seven deep breaths before you make a decision. That's what I used to say before you rush into something. Take seven deep breaths, and by the time you've taken your seventh breath, you sort of have a sort of a. I thought I read it somewhere years ago, and all it does actually work, believe it or not. So, yeah, excellent. So, so that would also be good advice for somebody thinking of seeking out your um, services: is to take seven deep breaths and then follow through. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, just get in touch. I mean, it, we, we never turn anybody away. We'll never. If we can't help you, we'll find somebody that can. We'll signpost, you know, get in touch um, and we'll signpost you. If we can, I mean, we have resources like the University Law Clinic. We have solicitors that we recommend to. We have, we have SDAS um, domestic uh, support groups. We have lots of different organisations that we utilise. We're a signposting um, business where we signpost people to other organisations. If we can't help you, help yourself. So we're quite often, we'll help you help yourself, but we'll also get other, other agencies involved with their blessing. Do you know what I mean? We'll show Show the clerk or the service user saying so there's all these organisations. Which one would you like to try? And then and then we'll get them to encourage them to ring up that organisation, and then we'll be there with them on side. Or you know that sort of so you're there's support there, but you're not actually doing all the work. Yeah. It's all about empowerment. It's all about empowering people. And then what I found is people then go away because and then they they empower it gives them empowerment to help other people. Just sort of pay it forward sort of scheme. You're helping people, and they think, well, I know that because I learned that how to do that. And I'm going to help someone. That's how I learned. Oh, I learned people helping me, and you know, and and just, and I think it does work. It, well, it seems to be working because we've won numerous awards for, for what we've done through the university, um, and we've been nominated for awards as well. So you know, it, it does work. Sometimes it, you know, you just got to find your feet and go with it, and that, that's what it seems to have done with us. So, all right, excellent. Congratulations for the awards. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, it, it's been. Um, I don't know, to be honest with you, it's been, I don't know, we managed it, we had a degree going on. It's just, I suppose it's just rolled. We've just gone with it, you know. Yeah. When, um, when you're helping people, I sort of, it's, it's why making sure that the, 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 the choices are right are sort of overtake the worries of everything else, if you know what I mean. So yeah. we seem to be able to, we seem to be able to manage it. I managed to do a degree and, and set the business up at the same time, which is quite a, I don't know how I've done it, but yeah, it's, we've done it really well. So. So if there's um, some business owners listening to this and uh, what would be your top three tips if they're struggling at the moment to help them? Uh, top three tips. Oh, if they're struggling, I would say don't be afraid to do things wrong. 
because we've all been doing things wrong. It, don't be afraid to do things wrong. You know, that's all part of the learning process, isn't it? I mean, if you, you know, when you, you, you make mistakes, it's just, it's just looking at the mistakes, analysing them and saying, what did we get right here? What did we get wrong here? What can we improve on? Um, like I say, networking, there's plenty of people out there that can support you. There's plenty of organisations. It's, it's knowing your local community, knowing what's there is available and adaptability. Being adaptable as a business is very important. We've all had to be, had to be adaptable, especially over the last year, what we've using um, new technology and implementing new um, new ways of dealing with service users and new ways of dealing with pay. Just, we've all had to be adaptable. And you can take that into any situation, adaptability again as well, not just in, in business, but in life being adaptable. You have to be adaptable because you never know what's around the corner. And that's the other thing that we teach. What we teach, we sort of, promote to our service users being adaptable where can i get this information from well we've got the library you've got this you've got that being adaptable and getting in there and saying can i use i mean the university library good example lots of people don't know that you can just walk in there as a member of the public and they've got everything in there and people just don't know it so you know just having the confidence and adaptability to go in there and utilize those things yeah so i'd say those three things networking not being afraid and adaptability i would yes. say uh, and also, I think a good plug there for the libraries, um, whether it's university or open, because they're such wonderful resources. Amazing. And the people in there are amazing as well. I, 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 can, I can honestly say, because I use a lot of the community resources all the time, whenever I'm not sure of something and I need to find something up, the, the staff are 100% amazing. They're legends, in all fairness. So they're always willing to go out of the way and help you. Some of these people, they love what they do, and they're, you know, and, and we're very lucky to have people like that working in our communities and 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 being there because they always want to help you they're there to help you aren't they yes and they they, they, they always go they always go tenfold and, and more you know um yeah so they're amazing they're amazing i think excellent excellent so john if there's somebody listening to this and they were th- maybe need to to grab some advice from you or just want to have a talk or would like to get involved in helping others how would they contact you well they can contact me on the mobile number first of all which is 07584 I also have an email address at one lifestyle choices at gmail.com. Um, or you can come into our offices, which is well, you can't come in, but you can come in when we're when we're off lockdown, which is it's Halpern House, one Hampton Terrace, Portsmouth, and that's just up by the University Eye Clinic in Portsmouth. Um, we do also have a website, it's um, lifestyle choices at wixsite.com. Um, yeah, and just get in touch in one of those ways. And we we're always having to we're always willing to take people on as volunteers because everybody's got something to offer. Everybody knows something more than somebody about something, yeah. basically, don't they? We all Absolutely. got experiences. And we, a lot of our service users that we've helped, they come back and volunteer. And they, even if they just volunteer for a couple of days to help somebody else, or we've had times where we've had people, they've had something going on, and, they, and, and then we thought, well, that person, how did they find it? And then they connect. You get people's services connecting, and they say, well, I know, I can just help you. So, it, it, yeah, it's... It's all about it. So we're always willing to take on our volunteers. If you've got any issues or concerns yourself, get in touch with us because we're, we'll happily help you as and when we can fit you in. But we do try and fit people in as much as we can. If we can't fit you in, we'll be honest and say we can't fit you in. But at, at the moment, we've been managing, which is quite good. We've been managing and we've been dealing with that quite well. So, yeah, they're the ways to get in touch and feel free to get in touch and let anyone else know. We don't be out there sitting there struggling or worrying you come to us and we'll help you make better lifestyle choices. Fabulous. And we'll put your details on our website as well to help people find you. That's brilliant. Thank you ever so much. Thank you. Well, I re- really appreciate you sharing your your story, your personal story and your passion with us. That's 
that's uh, for making a difference in the world well hopefully yeah i mean thank you thank you for inviting me on for, for the podcast i mean hopefully that it sort of shows that you can come from one point in life and go to on another journey i've gone from young offender to master's criminal international criminal justice degree you know and it's taken 50 40 years to get there but i got there so you can get the perseverance you can get the and support from people so don't if you're sitting there and you're thinking my life is in a difficult place it won't always be and you can change it yeah you can just make those changes even if it's small steps it's small steps to a better life isn't it yeah and i think sometimes talk to somebody who's been there and um sort of done that side of things and come out the other side can make all the yeah. difference I've made every mistake you could ever make when I was younger, and and, and I, it does. And, and, and having that, someone just say, "Look, listen." I think again, like I said, what works for us, what else is I just tell you, is how it is on the on a street sort of level. When you speak to people, and they think that sounds normal. Uh, it's not official. It's official, but it's official with normal talk. Does that make sense? Absolutely. Sort of like on, on, on a normal level, and people feel comfortable with that, and they feel confident. And, and I've found with a lot of our um, um, volunteers and a lot of our services when they've come in, when they come in, they've got no hope, and you can sit, oh, you can see it sometimes. You think, ah, oh, and they they look so, you know, full of dread and fear. And then when they walk out, they have a little bounce in their step, and they've got a smile, and there's a bit of hope there. Because you've just been honest and you've just talked to them on a street level, I think that's magical. And if we can spread that magic, that's amazing. That's wonderful. Thank you ever so much. So Thank this you. has been Thank the you. this has been the podcast by business owners for business owners. Until next time, see you soon. See you then, John. Thank you. Take care. Bye bye. The Federation of Small Businesses with practical help for business owners such as the FSB Workplace Pensions. Straightforward cost-effective solution that has been designed to help small businesses ensure their pension scheme is fully compliant. Key features include rescue service, review service and payroll services. Any questions, contact me at john.cassidy-rice at fsb.org.uk.